0: welcome to the manifesting doll podcast i'm barbara orban from no diet babe i'm a spiritual mindset coach and weight loss expert if you are a spiritual babe wanting to up level your life around your body health wellness spirituality law of attraction and manifestation then this is the podcast for you i'm here to give you the tools teachings and strategies to manifest the body and life of your dreams. As spiritual babes, we know to focus on love as opposed to fear. So get ready to learn how to implement spiritual teachings to weight loss, wellness, and your daily life coming from a place of love and abundance. This is a celebration of how we can shift our inner perception of ourselves and watch our outer selves shift. You can become the best version of yourself and I'm here to help. So let's get started. Hey, babe. Welcome to the Manifesting Doll podcast. I'm Barbara Orban from NoDietBabe.com. And today, um, I want to talk to you guys about when you're stressing about your weight. So today is a really, really important topic um, because I know, like I've been coaching a lot of women around their weight loss mindset, right? and one of the most common themes that i see it and what i used to be like too um was this tendency to go into panic and drama around my weight especially when i was like holy shit like i need to change my body or i need to just get a get a hold of my habits and i can't believe like i'm at this place right now i can't believe i got here Um, I need to do something to change my body, right? And um, yeah, like I've seen this tendency to get very dramatic, okay? Especially when we're putting in effort to try and lose weight and we're wanting to see the scale go down to reinforce and validate that effort that we've been putting in, okay? So, I want to talk to you guys about that today, all of that, because it's really really important. So basically basically when when I see that people are stressing about their weight, right? And when I used to stress about my weight, it put me into a energy state where I wasn't able to make the right decisions. Now, on the on like on a contrast, right? not stressing at all, right, leads us to not take action. So there is a certain amount of stress involved in order for us to take action. Now, before, it's, it's like this, okay, we see the word stress and we think stress is always negative, but stress can be positive as well. So stress isn't necessarily a negative thing. I mean, stress is what gets you up in the morning when your alarm goes off and you and you know you need to, for example, get up and go to work. If you didn't stress at all about the need to get to work on time, you would just sleep through your alarm. Like you would just hit snooze and be like... I don't give a fuck. I don't have to get up, you know? And so stress is what gets you going, okay? There is a, like, stress does serve a purpose. It gets us to get up and go and to do stuff. But typically, stress is taken too far and it's too extreme. It's on the other end where it's, it's, it's no longer beneficial for us. So a certain amount of stress is good, like a moderate amount, to kind of say, okay, let me take action on this particular thing. Let me, you know, do this thing. Um, but what I see is that the stress, because because you know that a certain, like deep down, you know that a certain amount of stress is required but then you take that too far it's like obsessive and i see this a lot and it's like oh my god like i need to do something about my weight and and you hold on so tightly because you just need it to work so badly because you're in in a sense what it is so this is the problem okay this is the thing that when people are dramatic about weight loss and when you're approaching it from, I have to see a result, it's very pressured, okay? And you're wanting to see a result very quickly. So in order to keep going, you need to see a result, okay? This is, this is happening because you're practicing avoidance. Okay so what's happening here this is actually your whole issue is that you're practicing avoidance and it's not it's not it's it's not uncommon okay like we do it I I still sometimes practice avoidance in life. Like this, it's, it's like a normal human behavior sometimes to practice avoidance. Like when you don't, when you're afraid of a certain thing. For example, this is what avoidance behavior is, okay? Say for example, telling someone something is uncomfortable. So you just don't talk to them. Like that's avoidance behavior. I don't know if I'm describing. Maybe that's not the best example. So it's like, okay, so if I no longer wanted to see a person and it was too hard to tell them that I didn't want to see them anymore, avoidance behavior would be to not tell them and just ignore them and then just like ghost them. That's avoidance behavior. So what what you're doing there is, you're avoiding facing the situation because of the negative emotions that you're going to feel when you set face the situation. So you can see how avoidance behavior can come up in in various different ways, but it actually comes up in very subtle ways that you might not be aware of as well. So for example, avoidance behavior is what emotional eating is all about and and. It's actually better to kind of see that there are subtle forms of emotional eating that you don't you don't see that the ways in which you are emotionally eating. So, for example, subtle avoidance behaviors would be like constantly snacking. Right, you're constantly snacking. Um, it's kind of like fidgeting fidgeting is an avoidance behavior so it's when you're in an uncomfortable situation so you start to fidget what you're doing is your your that's an avoidance behavior you're trying to avoid the situation the discomfort of the awkwardness or whatever now eating can fall into that category like for example yeah, like when you're bored or when you have just a break in the day and you mistake it for hunger, but it's a habit that's developed stemming from avoidance behavior. And what is avoidance behavior? Avoidance is of, of any type of emotion. It could be even just boredom. Like it's, it's anything. And then what happens is there's a part of your brain called the amygdala. I hope I said that right. <laughs> the amygdala, right? And that's the part of your brain that deals with emotions, like especially fear. It's the part of the brain that deals with the fight or flight, right? Now, what happens with anxiety is that the amygdala has become hypersensitized. okay? And this is what happens like with avoidance behavior, the fear becomes greater. So the perceived fear of whatever, like if you avoid something, The fear of that thing can become greater, which is why when if you see like a a therapist or something and you've got a phobia of something, what do they do? They expose you to the thing that you have a phobia of in small increments to get you less afraid of it. And it's no different with your emotions. In order to help you lose weight, you want to become more comfortable around your emotions because if you're going to reduce, if you're going to be in a calorie deficit, you have to be able to face your emotions. Otherwise, that's why people gain weight back. It's because they're not aware of how they practice um. Avoidance behaviors around their emotions. Okay. And the way that I know, I can pick up on people who are emotional eaters so easily because they're the ones that, as soon as they go on a diet, they have to see results. Why do they have to see results? Because they know that if they don't see results, they're going to feel negative emotion. They're going to feel negative emotion. They're going to feel feelings of um, maybe they're failing or something's not working. They can't handle that situation of it not working. So, in order to avoid that feeling, they get obsessed with the diet and they have to have hyper awareness of the and control of the situation of the diet. Now this goes on until, you know, maybe you lose some weight. But then the avoidance behavior of of what's usually the avoidance behavior strategy that is used is eating comes back, then they gain the weight back, okay? I hope that makes sense. So like basically it's avoidance behavior to get really obsessed with the need to lose weight and to see the scale goes down. Why? Because you're not willing to face times where the scale doesn't go down. So you you fear that feeling, so you're trying to avoid it by getting very obsessed with your diet. But that's not good. Why? Because avoidance behavior will always backlash because unless you choose, you make a conscious choice to to... If you see the scale doesn't go down or if you see the scale goes up, you learn to deal with that emotion without drama. If you can learn to do that, you're already going to be in a better position to stick to a diet long-term, long-term enough for you to see permanent results, okay? So it's this this avoidance behavior, what, what you're actually doing is making things worse, so yeah, I just want you guys to know that this like stress about your weight and needing to be in very much control of the results when you go on a diet. Basically, what I see is this all or nothing behavior. So, when you're on, you're on with dieting, and when you're off, you're really off, okay? That's the typical situation that I see with among dieters. And that's because of this avoidance behavior. And so either way, you're having trouble controlling your weight because you're either avoiding and in denial about your weight situation and choosing to just go whatever, I'm just going to enjoy food because my, I can't lose weight anyway. You know what I mean? And on, on the other end of the spectrum, you're just like, I don't care anymore. I can't do this. I just need to eat and I'm sick of feeling deprived. That in a in a way is also avoidance behavior because you're not fully connected to what you actually do want because you want to be able to control yourself around food to a certain extent because the overeating doesn't actually make you feel good. Your pants getting tighter doesn't actually make you feel good. So then why is there this duality? You know what I mean? It's because you need food to practice that avoidance behavior. And that's also why people tend to gain weight when they start to not stress about their weight, right? Because when they're stressing about their weight, what they're doing is just having this hyper control over the eating, which is still a form of avoidance behavior. But then when they go to not stressing about their weight, it's still avoidance behavior because they're just using food to cover up the negative emotion, right, of of what's happening so that they can just switch it off and be in denial about it. So that's the thing with um with the whole thing around stressing about your weight, right? It's like yeah, the, the solution isn't to get to go from not stressing about your weight to stressing about your weight, then getting overly attached to needing to lose weight to avoid the anxiety about the fact that you're at your weight. What you actually have to do is face the emotions, okay? That's the only way to not have a weight issue is to face your emotions. And what that means is that if you feel anxiety around your weight, You've got to acknowledge and accept that that's what you're doing right now. Then you look at why you are having stress and anxiety about your weight. And then you'll get all kinds of things that your subconscious mind is telling you as to the reasons why you are stressing about your weight. Now, it's going to come up with all these reasons and you're going to have to challenge these reasons in order to shift the emotion. You have to challenge the reasons why you are stressing around your weight in order to change the emotion and the act of stressing around your weight. Now, why would you want to not stress about your weight? Like I was saying before, um, the part of the brain called the amygdala, right? What happens if you are Overly like stressing around your weight, right? What happens is it's it's kicking in your fight or flight response. Okay, that's the job of the fearful part of the brain called the amygdala. So it's kicking in your fight, fight or flight or fight, uh, fight or flight. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so it's kicking that part of the brain that it's kicking that part of you into motion which is the automatic and reflexive part of the brain okay it's a quick reactive process okay now in order for you to lose weight you can't act like you you're not going to succeed if you're only accessing that automatic reflexive reactive part of the brain it's not where solutions are found okay okay You won't, that's why you have trouble eliciting the right behaviors that you want. And you look back and you're like, why do I just always muck it up? It's because you're not accessing the part of the brain that has the higher thinking. Okay. You're not able to access the higher thinking parts of the brain that already have the solutions For you, because you already know, usually you already know enough about how to lose weight. You're just not accessing the higher parts of the brain, the higher thinking parts of the brain, um, because you're always accessing the reflexive and automated parts of the brain, because your amygdala has become hypersensitized around your stress about your weight okay so whenever you want to lose weight you're just accessing this like hyper you've got this hypersensitized fear and it causes you to be really reactive with your actions so basically you end up making like really Rigid decisions. So you're either going really, really strict, or like I was saying before, you're either really, really on with your eating or you're really, really off with your eating. And it's just, it just leads to lots of destructive behaviors around your food and weight which is why you tend to yo-yo up and down so much. Okay, so are you seeing the bigger picture here now? So what the bigger picture is, is that yes, there is a certain amount of stress involved in order for you to take action, but it's that you are being too extreme and the fact that you're, you've conditioned your, like you're, you've caused your amygdala to be really hypersensitized. So it's 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 like you've really kicked in that fight or flight response. And in order for you to be able to take action better, you've got to cool that down a bit. So you've got to ask yourself why you're stressing about your weight, why you feel the need to escape. Because what avoidance behavior is okay avoidance behavior is the need to escape so you want to escape the situation that you're in right now because it feels too uncomfortable for you to face the weight that you're at right now but in order for you to move forward you're gonna have to accept where you are right now okay in order to shift the energy around where you are right now you're going to have to accept where you are right now in order to gain momentum in the weight loss, okay? So I hope that makes sense because this is really, really important. I see this as one of the most common things is, well, because majority, the people that I coach are emotional eaters and Also, the people that I coach, I show them how they're emotional eaters because I know I can tell that they're practicing avoidance behaviors. And also, one of the biggest signs that you're practicing avoidance behavior is if you have this, if you're stressing about your weight and you have this urgency urgency in needing to lose weight is a sign that you practice avoidance behaviors and if you do you likely you, you you have a weight issue because you're using food as your means to carry out the avoidance behaviors it's there's that's just how it is it's because you want to escape the discomfort of where you are now but in order to overcome the avoidance behavior you need to learn to Get comfortable with the discomfort, meaning you accept discomfort. You accept where you are right now. That's the difference, okay? That's how, that's the, the important part. Why? Because when you do that, you teach your brain to not be so reactive and to not make rash decisions and destructive decisions, okay? Therefore, you train yourself to access the part of your brain that leads to higher level thinking. Your brain is so good at providing you with solutions when you allow it to. When you get the solutions to come to you rather than getting into the fixing energy. The fixing energy is when you're activating that part of the brain that's reactionary and it's reflexive. It doesn't have the best capability to make the right decision for you. It's fight or flight based decisions. So it's it's like, there's a tiger coming i've got to run like rather than more com- the co- more complex like solutions that you can have around food and weight and that's also why okay so if you wonder you wonder okay why do i have the best intentions to eat a certain way but then i I find myself eating the wrong foods. And it's like I'm not even conscious at the time when I do it. And when I look back in hindsight, I go, well, why did I do that? You did that because you've trained yourself to access that reflexive part of the brain. So it's very automated and it's not... It's, it's automatic and so you automatically make the wrong decisions whereas when you learn to change the way you like not to stress so much around your food meaning food and weight meaning that your amygdala amygdala is no longer hypersensitized around your food and weight. you automatically gain access to higher level thinking around food and weight. So from that level of thinking you just end up making the right decisions because you now your brain is on board with what you actually want because you go well I set an intention I want to lose weight that means if I want to lose weight, I'm going to have to choose make different choices around food right? And then you actually follow through. So that's really important to understand that your hypersensitive, like reactionary, dramatic tendencies around your weight and this obsessive need to see weight loss and avoid things, situations, avoid dealing with the fact that you are where you are now, avoid accepting where you are now and When you feel as though you have to escape where you are now in order to be happy, these are all avoidance behaviors and it's all stemming from the same problem, which is the fact that the weight issue is due to avoidance of emotion, okay, so anyway, you guys, I hope that makes sense. Um, it's really, really important for you to understand in order to not only help you with weight loss, but to help you with mental health and, um, and yeah, feeling better in general. Because when we avoid our emotions, we just get more fearful of them and they seem it makes emotions feel worse than they actually are, okay? It's really important to understand that because you may fear emotions, but they are actually not that bad once you 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 stop practicing avoidance behavior, okay? Anyway, you guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hope you're having a lovely day and that's all I have for today. Love you guys and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to leave me an iTunes review. Don't forget to follow this podcast for more uplifting teachings to come. For more tips, inspiration, and teachings, come follow me on Instagram at NoDietBabe or check out my website, NoDietBabe.com. Until I see you next time, babes, lots of love.